This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Who you're rooting for in the NFC Championship. You have to. It can't be neither. I want both to lose. I like a tie. You got to pick someone to root for in the NFC title game on Sunday. All right, Bobby Belt, your takeaways from the Mike McCarthy press conference yesterday. It seems like you were right about Jerry just wanting to trim payroll to explain these coaches leaving. A number of the media was getting the sense that Kellen Moore is in trouble, and then Dan Quinn ends it with fireworks, announcing that he is returning as the Cowboys' D.C. Yeah, I my biggest takeaway was probably Kellen's in trouble. Or, or Kellen's up for review right now. I don't, you know, he may, he may be fine. They may come back and, you know, he's the offensive coordinator again in 2023. But what's for sure is they hadn't made up their mind about that as of yesterday when they're talking about it. Because if you're going to bring him back, you just say you're bringing him back. If you're going to bring him back, you do the same thing you did with Quinn, which is press conference ends and you say, Dan's coming back. You say, oh, by the way, Kellen's coming back. But they didn't say that. They're like, oh, you know, uh, we're everybody's under evaluation, and uh, I haven't really talked to him. I'll see him tomorrow. We'll talk then. Yeah. And so, to me, it's the the very optimistic view, if you're Kellen Moore, or it is. it could have been like, Kellen is, was it, did we know at the time that Frank Reich was hired in Indy, or did that come after? Mm. Carolina, you mean? Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Carolina. Yeah. No, we knew. Okay. He was already, he had already been hired for a couple hours. So he couldn't have said, you know, Kellen's in his own process. You know, we're letting him do his thing. That was already, that was already news. It was already done. He wasn't getting the Panther job. Yeah. I mean, and he very easily could have just said like, Hey, look, you know, there, there's a lot of factors. We want him back, you know, but we, we, you know, depending on, but you the didn't word say that. want, all you had to do was throw in the word want, we want did, him to return. Instead you went, Ah, you know, everybody's being evaluated. Ah, guys, we're not playing this game. And ah, you're disgusting and everything else. And so I, that to me says that even if he comes back, they didn't make that decision until like today is what that means. Uh, at the, the the very best case scenario is they're, they're torn on whether they want to bring him back or not. And if you're Kellen, the worst case scenario is your job's on the line. And so to me, that was the biggest thing that I came away with was Kellen's not safe. Everybody else appears to be back, I think. 
because they made their their official announcement of the coaches they weren't renewing. Doug Nussmeyer was not in there, even though he's out of contract. So that would seem to me that Nussmeyer's back. Um, and maybe that's the next question becomes if if Kellen's not back, what's what is the alternative? Is it yeah, Schottenheimer? Uh, if if you're retaining Nussmeyer, does Nussmeyer get elevated to coordinator and then they take Scott Tolzien, who's been an assistant, and bring him up to because they trimmed a lot of these assistants. They didn't trim Scott Tolzien, so is Tolzien an assistant that they then elevate to quarterbacks coach? And so there's there's a couple different ways that they can go with it, but here's my at the question. very least, it's on the line. Here's my question: If I'm Jerry Jones to Mike, or my question: If I'm just Jerry to the decision makers, the others, is Mike McCarthy? That great of an offensive mind. No. <laughs> there we go. We can stop. <laughs> that 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 he's the guy I can trust to elevate Dak, and it's worth now sacrificing a little bit of game day management to have Mike McCarthy call the plays, even though Brian Broaddus believes great that, Mike, job, Mike. that Mike McCarthy does not want to call the plays. Is Mike McCarthy my difference maker? I, I, if I, he's the same as Sean Payton? I mean, I don't think either one of them – would be a difference maker. I mean, you know, that, that's just my own, you know, my own personal philosophy is, you know, the quarterback is, is he's the guy. But the quarterback has to get coaching from somewhere. Oh, I, I, I agree. He's got to get coaching from somewhere, but like, you know. He has to make a tiny bit of somewhat. Oh, I, 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 like I said, I, like I said yesterday at Basic, like I think bad coaching hurts you way more than good coaching helps you. Mm, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. You also kind of focus on the mechanics of it. Versus, yeah, yeah, all right, Dad, right. go one, two, three here, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. here are your progressions, here are sure. your reads, the mechanics. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that I think really, really can help a player. Um, but, I mean, look, I mean, you know, I would much rather have a coach not be the play caller. Um, let, him, let him sit there and worry about the game. Did we feel okay? I know we're a week past, but I was worried that we didn't have any regular season – examples of Mike McCarthy's game management and then we got hit with a few different things against the 49ers uh we didn't even talk about the criticism over punting at the very end the fourth and ten punt versus just going for it right there McCarthy caught some heat for that yeah yeah Um, I mean look if you can't if you're if you're paying a guy 40 million and you don't trust him to get you 10 yards when you absolutely need it with your season on the line like you, you've got to have faith in that quarterback to do that, and and I thought that, I thought that was a miss on Mike's part. The final drive executions, right? Like you can blame Dalton Schultz, but the little coaching of go forward so the clock stops. Make sure you get the second foot down, and then of course the Zeke play with Turpin. <laughs> yeah, it still still makes me laugh. I I was <laughs> I was dying when I was watching the NFL mic'd up segment. I was dying to see them cut to a 49ers player mic'd up immediately after that play and they wouldn't show it. So that makes me think they got mocked mercilessly. Why did you immediately say no when I said is McCarthy the offensive difference maker? The Dak difference maker. Because I mean that that I think that's the reason why he doesn't want to touch it here is because it failed so poorly at the end in Green Bay. Like it was not going well and they were like okay this is I think that's why he didn't want his hand in that. I think he was like you know well, that's not that's not what I want to be involved in anymore. Well can I argue like you know Tough to take Aaron Rodgers at that time to another level versus like Dak Prescott. You know, Aaron Rodgers is like, what are you going to tell me right now? And I, I mean, it's one of those things where what's the I think the lasting image around the league of McCarthy as a play caller was that shot Fox got 
of Aaron Rodgers looking at the sideline, you remember him going dumb effing call over and over again. And McCarthy's just kind of like sitting there staring and looking at it. And it, like, I think that's the lasting image. And I know Aaron's difficult to deal with, but like. And he does it to a lot of people. But he hasn't done it since Mike left. Uh, wait a he second. He has not done that to LaFleur the same way. There, there's not been one of these like. Well, the field goal, goal decision. Yeah. He went on Pat McAfee's show and killed him for the field goal decision. He does. But I'm talking about like, we haven't seen these like. There, there's. Images are very powerful. Like, we've talked about this recently with, you know, a variety of topics. Like, there's a difference between here are the details of a story versus, like, here's a picture of another story that's maybe not as bad as this one, but everybody reacts more viscerally to this one. And I think that that's the thing is that it's just, like, a lasting image of, like, here you are getting shown up by your quarterback and you just stood there and took it. But you remember that. I don't. I I said the league remembers it. I'm not talking about fans. I think the NFL, I think NFL people remember it. But what does that have to do with Mike being the play caller here? Is that that's a like a lasting image of the type of play caller he was and the type of just didn't even stand up to the quarterback there on that call. Babe Laufenberg asked Mike McCarthy, the common denominator. He's been around Montana, Favre, and Aaron Rodgers. He said, quote, it's how they play two-minute offense. It's almost something they live for. And then Laufenberg texted us after his interview yesterday saying, the most disappointing thing in that game, three minutes – Three and out, not even picking up a first down. But look, you could feel the pain. You could feel that those coaching decisions yesterday were not McCarthy's call. Mm-hmm. And one particularly pained him when Newey Scruggs asked about the release of his right-hand man, his mole, his ears and eyes, someone called Rob Davis. Extremely personal. Um, obviously, you know, Rob is as close to Brother Mays um, that exist. Um, so, Tough. You know, but that's the profession. You know, I think just like anything, uh, Rob knows more than anybody um, what um, my focal points are of, of how to get be- how to get better, what needs to be done. And um, but yeah, very very tough decision. But uh, I thought I thought Rob made a tremendous impact in the three years he was here. You know, not only in our locker room, uh, but with our coaching operations. You know, he has he has a unique skill set, and you know, I obviously, I mean, it's a relationship that'll always be there. So. Rob, Rob will do great things. So, look, this is Jerry basically sitting McCarthy down and saying, look, we have six more assistants here than other teams, and we're paying more to our guys here than other teams, and it's time for me to cut the fat. It's time for me to trim that down. Mm-hmm. That's what happened basically. in terms of these coaching staff decisions. Yeah, that, that's basically what it is, and, and now they got to find guys that are, you know, that can fill those roles if they even fill them. Yeah. Because that's the thing is that guys, Rob Davis's role is not getting filled. I wouldn't guess Leon Lett's role is getting filled. Like they're they are definitely cutting out back on all the assistants and the oh you're you're a quality control assistant. All right, well we we don't need this many people sitting here and doesn't know. explain Joe Philbin out though. Philbin. Yep. Philbin. Philbin. Um, Regis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Philbin. I think and and Philbin was one that was tough for McCarthy too. McCarthy. I don't believe McCarthy made the call on Philbin or Rob Davis, either one. That that was he was told what was happening. Uh and when McCarthy referenced some of these decisions were were discussed all the way back last year or in the spring, I think that very directly is talking about Philbin because Philbin was a lot of people were surprised he came back last year, that the Joneses didn't just say, Nope, we're we're switching this out. And so I, I think that Philbin is just they probably feel like they can upgrade there. And then Mike McCarthy decided to end the presser. Now, I couldn't get the exact quote, 
I was texting you guys trying to get the exact quote, and not one media member tweeted it out. I was wondering why. It was a powerful, fiery statement that McCarthy made, and not one media member tweeted it out. This is McCarthy on people speculating, having conversations about his job status. You know, I get to talk to Jerry a lot, so I've I've never felt that. You know, I mean, a narrative is externally generated. Um, it's disgustingly, you know, because I've been dealing with this as far as some of the things said about these assistants. I mean, I, I just think it's, it, it's um, our industry should show more respect to the individuals. Um, you know, change is part of it. We all we all understand it. It's, a, it's part of the, our professional responsibilities. But when these guys, pay, you know, their families have to listen to some of the things that, that, are, that are said, it, it's just, it's not right. And uh, no different than my family. So, but no, I, that that wasn't uh, it wasn't a moment. If that's what you're looking for. Woo! Disgusting. And welcome to should, Dallas, dude. We. I hope I hope people are listening yeah. to G Bag. By the way, when Brian Broaddus reacted to this, oh my lord! Ooh. Yeah, he went off. He went off. Uh, like this is the, the 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 biggest and where he's made the most progress, but still the thing that probably most hinders him here. I feel like logistically Mike you're not in Green Bay anymore this is Dallas and it's disgustingly adjust disgustingly adjust like it's different here it's it's Randall Cobb walking in the locker room that first time and saying this is playoff media like and it was an OTA practice yeah you gotta adjust and that's why the whole that's why I've always criticized the whole we'll just block out the noise we're gonna block out the noise no you don't block out the noise because you can't block it out here this is not a place where you can block up the noise. Instead, you've got to equip them with, here's how you handle the noise. This is how you deal with the noise. I mean, you're not wrong. It's, it, you know, it's, it's the big room. Uh, I, you know, I, 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 would, I would like to see what, like, the, the Giants media is. You know, like. <laughs> well, they, they could tell Dable he walks on water and he's Jesus. I know, there. right? But, like, you know, like, in terms of the size. Yeah. Just because there's so many publications. Shoot, the Yankees bring like fifty media members on a on, on, a, on a, for a road game. We travel. I know we travel more beat reporters than I see travel to AT and T Stadium. You wait more go on the road than go to Arlington. More, no, I'm saying more Cowboys reporters go on on the road than I see visiting teams bring with them to AT and T Stadium. Oh, okay. So I mean, obviously, like some reporters get left behind. I would guess in certain cities, but like even New York, I don't think brings as many as we bring on the road. You know who had the best response to this? It was Zach Wolchuk. Wolchuk goes, Coach, you should read the fan text towards us. And I thought that was perfect because we get destroyed and attacked and murdered and our jobs called for just as much, if not more, than Mike McCarthy. I I, I almost find that the the, the Twitch might be worse. You think? Sometimes. Uh, I mean, they they all, I I think, have their moments of of critical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disgustingly. 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 It's disgustingly. <laughs> I, I, I'm cool with the Twitch, the YouTube, and then even though half the fan text hates me, I love it because half of them, half of the half that hate me are funny. So. Uh, yeah, Broadus. <laughs> woo! He went in, like, basically get over it. Stop crying. Wor- worry about scoring more than 12 points. Focus on that. Cool. Stop, stop crying about all the media narratives and the criticism and the questions, but 
I felt I felt a little responsible. I, f- I felt like uh, I felt like we were uh, we were a little bit there, uh, maybe thrown into that with our uh, Stephen A. Smith job status, Jerry Jones question, all that, all yeah, that stuff. I mean, but, uh, hey, started it. It was a ta- it was a talking point. Then his guilt trip worked on you. It's congratulations. Didn't work. Sucker. I don't regret it. I don't regret <laughs> it whatsoever. And I do think, yeah, if I had to say, I would agree with Broadus of tough, tough. 877-881-1053. And coach could have come on today. He could have come on today to say goodbye, but all of them. I wonder if Jerry, I still don't know. I didn't get any word. I don't think they're going to tell me anything anyway after I uh, maybe revealed a little bit too much about what I knew earlier <laughs> in the week. So maybe Jerry is on today with KMC. I'm just not privy to that information any longer. Uh, Shaw Shreve, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Bell, you have to pick one. I, I think Choppy and I are on board. We're on the same team. Who you are rooting for to win the NFC Championship. You gotta root for Philly or San Fran. Which one is it? Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.